0: Six rusting muskets with bayonets. Every man has a cutlass and a dagger on his belt. The quartermaster drew a deep breath and added, I must say, we're in quite a grim situation, Captain. La Perusa said nothing, but stared out to sea. He was not an overly pious man, but could not remember ever having prayed as fervently as he had in the previous two days. Anything salvage from the wreck? asked the captain offhandedly. We only found an umbrella and some empty bottles, captain. We were not lucky enough to find a keg of gunpowder, or, for that matter, a vat of brandy. Well, keep the bottles secured with the other items. You do not know how they could benefit us in our hour of need, said La Perusa. Turning his eyes to Busson's wax like corpse. La Perousa had known Louis Busson since he was a seven year old cabin boy, but he could now feel only happiness at the young man's death. A large piece of coral had wedged in Busson's elbow during his attempts to clear the sinking ship. The infection was on him within half a day, the glands in his neck and groin bulging like overripe fruit. He had sweated and twisted in agony for two days before he tore a vocal cord from his tortured screams. Now his battle was over, while for the rest of the crew, the nightmare was still playing out. Have some men remove the boy's corpse and continue the construction of the palisade, said La Perusa. It will give us some protection from the native spears. Two men carried Boussan's body from the enclosure. Have all their weapons cleaned. If these savages wish to make a meal of us, then hell will receive an offering of godless heathens tonight, said La Perusa. We will show these natives what guns and steel can do to flesh. Lustau managed a grin, revealing a mouthful of black stumps. He would go down with as many fuzzy scalps as was humanly possible. The battle-hardened Frenchman, would make a fight of it to the last. When their ship, La Boussole, had been dashed upon the nearby reef and torn apart by the cyclone, no one had expected to survive. But by morning the winds had eased and seventeen men, one dog and hundreds of rats had made it to shore. That was ten days ago. The dog had since been eaten, and the sailors' greatest fear was being realised. They were shipwrecked at the end of the earth. Their accompanying ship, Lustrelub, had manoeuvred away from the reef and, by some miracle, had continued out to sea unharmed. Having seen the fate of Labussol, surely Lustrelub would return to rescue the survivors. But where was she? Of the sailors that had survived the wreck, several were injured or had their lungs flooded with seawater. Two poor souls had drowned in their own spittle, with all manner of fluid pouring from their mouths. Another died from blood loss, having had a large oak splinter pass through his leg. However, for the lucky survivors, the real horror started three days after La Boussole had run ashore, when two of the crew disappeared. The crewmen, one from Stockholm, the other of Swiss origin, had gone off to gather fruits and root vegetables in the interior of the island, which they believed to be deserted. An armed party went out in search of the two men when they did not return, but found not a trace of them. They returned to the beach where they had set up camp, only to discover the small atoll served as rich fishing grounds, and nearby islanders were happily displaying the day's catch. The two crewmen were secured to the canoe's timber structure at the bow, with arms and feet bound, spread-eagled. The priest was horrified, These pagans seemed to be mocking the very Christ he was calling on for salvation. The captives' handsome young faces were streaked with blood, and their blonde locks were plastered to their heads. Small darts and arrows hung from their damaged flesh. The men were being flayed open with crude stone knives, the wounds running from their mutilated eyes down to their severed genitals. The natives seemed to be taking it in turns to cut the men, while others attempted to collect their blood. It was a sickening and horrendous death for the men, and one the sailors feared would end with their shipmates' bodies being divided between the families...